It's a learning process. If you came in expecting cereal, you may be highly disappointed, but it's okay. Uh, should the first conversation be about generally? I mean, dude, I don't know. This is the first time we do it. I don't even. Are we even gonna publish this? Probably. We should. Probably, yeah. After like editing it and like you know taking out the BS, I think we should. So this is gonna be like so starting. Let's say now we start our official convo about yep. the whole thing. So I mean. I guess a good way to start is, like, why are we even doing, like, the whole two black nerds in general? Yeah. Right? I mean, I don't know. I mean, do you even, like, my personal fear, I'm just I'm just going to be honest, is just that, that people don't listen to it or think it's just, like, a joke. Mm, you know? You yeah. know what I'm saying? That's a very valid fear, but, like, I believe that, you know, it's like whenever you're writing, do you want to write for others or do you want to write for yourself, you know? Or do you want to talk for others or you want to talk for yourself? I don't care. Like, you know, you and I, people don't take us that seriously in general. Like, when it comes to work into professional life, yeah, people take us seriously. But as, like, sure. us as, like, a duo, people are like, oh, they're a bunch of freaking jokesters and, like, hams. But I think, like, we'll be fine in that, like, if we keep on, like, just publishing out content and maybe after a couple of episodes, people will be like, oh, they're actually being serious, just not being their usual stupid selves. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the, I guess, like, the one thing that's gonna, that might propel us into seriousness is once we get some serious topics hammered out. Yeah. Besides the whole, you know, that dude. Oh, how's the, can we also, like, just talk about the general gist of things? Oh wait, huh? How are we? What are the things that we won't talk about? I guess we I should just. Outline, I like, would avoid like talking about. I'm gonna try to avoid talking about like work, or at least like I can't put my work on blast, you know, because I'm not trying to get my ass fired. <laughs> okay, so clear separation of work. Yeah, so me neither. I'm not gonna put. I'm not trying to get fired or put my work on blast. Because I can, I can, I can say a lot of things about work, but I'm not going to. Lord knows how many things I've written to yeah, write right. about it. So anyways, it's a whole, you know. So rule number one, this podcast is not about venting about work. Oh, no, definitely not. Clearly not. So we get that out of the way. Um, so I guess, yeah, I mean, dude, what's what got you, what's getting you excited? I mean, spring is out, so it's no longer winter on my end. I'm feeling more... I'm feeling a little bit more productive than I usually have been, you know. It was a great day outside, and I could not get the motivation to leave my apartment. Spoken <laughs> like a true lazy dude, dude. Not even lazy, man. I don't know if it's laziness or me just being de- like partially like depressed. Well, why would you be depressed, man? You're like in a pretty cool city, man. I'm in a really cool city. It's just a matter of being lonely. Man, I had to deal with being third wheel with Raven visiting with his girlfriend. I'm just like, I'm third wheeling in my own city. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, second thing. No last names of the people yeah. we mentioned. That's, that would be That's a good true. point. 
Yeah. Oh, dude, I'm so sorry. Oh, yeah, dude, he did visit with his girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's all good, dude. Yeah. It's all good. So it's actually a general serious conversation, or is it still, like, the test period? No, I thought we were talking about the real deal. I don't want... Well, we could talk about the real deal, but I want my work to say that I'm not going to badmouth them, even though there are things in my mind that I could badmouth them about. No. Yeah, hi. There is a proper forum for everything, right? Yeah. Since... You, for the people you work, right? Your work... If you talk about it, they, someone out there, this is the internet age, someone can go out there and quote you on it and said, this dude works at IBM and here's what he said. Right? Yeah. The last thing we want is a PR disaster on our hand. And Lord knows we have no idea how that works in any way, shape, or form. Yep. You know, we barely start. We like fresh out of the oven of college. So... I'm just going to go out, like, I can give a general, if anyone, like, has questions about how to get work, uh, how the daily rhythm of work goes, and how to, like, adjust to work, by all means, I'm more than willing to provide them with uh, my thoughts on that. But if it were to come to my personal opinions directly about the work that I'm directly doing, there's a lot of context that's going to be missing, and I, I don't want to go into that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because as soon as you're missing the context, people just like twist your words and just. Oh, exactly. It's Man. a whole. It's a whole. It's, a, it's like. It's terrible. Yeah. Like, you can always see a lot of things on the internet nowadays. Like, with journalism, people take people's conversations out of context. Or, like, you know, people get put on blast for uh, various tweets that they put out there. And people are just like, oh, they said this. And you can instantly take words and label somebody as a misogynist or a racist or a sexist or something no, of the sort. Dude. Even though, if, like, you know, in an actual conversation, it's like whenever you have an actual conversation, that's where you can be like, oh, I mean this. But what I actually meant to say in that, by those words is this. But you don't really get that whole uh, grace period or, like, that whole uh, benefit of the doubt. Yeah. So, no, that's that's the thing. So, like, because of that, I personally, you know, I'm just, I'm just going to avoid if unless the whole show is about one specific conversation and we just like do everything right and we the whole conversation is about that specific event at work then yes maybe i will consider talking about it but if not then i won't and as a matter of fact like there's a lot of things going on at work right now where essentially there's a lot of new customer new delivery and things are on the line, and literally, if my word gets taken out of context, I'm impacting the bottom line of the business. I'm, I'm not mm -hmm. saying I'm that important, but I'm just saying I don't want to be that guy. Yeah, exactly. So for those reasons, I'm going to be like, uh, let's just not, you know, let's just essentially avoid that as much as yeah. possible. Understandable. But yeah, but dude, on, I guess, on a more serious convo, I'm just going to talk, since this is a good way for me and you to catch up, and perhaps the other folks out there might, might, um, might relate, I've been having, I guess, I mean, you already know this, but I've been having ambition issues. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, I'm always questioning whether or not, am I... 
there's a fear recently. I've been exploring like the whole concept of like the Google moonshot and trying to, you know, going instead of like aiming for 10%, you go 10x. You're trying to seek 10x improvements instead of just yep. doing instead of going incremental. You're trying to go exponential, exponentially yep. and whatnot. And to that effect, I'm just wondering. I've just been sitting down trying to think is like. First of all, one, can I do it? Or what can I do to prove myself that I can do it? And the other thing is, like, how do I go about doing that? Right? Because my fear lately is that maybe I'm not aiming too big with my goals in general, personally, and in work. It's like, am I, am I looking far enough or ahead enough? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And what I ended up doing, what I'm recently gotten back to, I decided to pick back up uh, the Seven Habits of Highly Successful Teenagers. You remember that book? I don't even know if I actually read that book or not. To be quite what? honest, I've been meaning you know, like I bought a Kindle, and <laughs> it's weird because like Amazon does this whole psychology addictive purchasing thing. You can't add to cart with the Kindle. It's buy with one click. So once you click it, it's game over. Like you just have a catalog of books. So I'm like trying to sort out my life and like, oh, I want to read this book next. So like right now, I've been focusing on completing the obstacle, the obstacles the way that oh, book that you recommended book. to me. Sad yeah, it's been helping me like readjust to like the whole professional world and like seeing yeah. how like these roadblocks or obstacles that I I have to deal with can actually I can like reevaluate. So. I think I may have that book somewhere buried within my catalog of Kindle books, but if not, I'll probably buy it no, no, and then dude, that book was given to us by Balfour, but you should have a hard copy of the bad boy. You remember me during Balfour. <laughs> I was the guy that slept in class every single day. Uh, I mean, I will I will say it's like yeah, Balfour was quite quite a long time ago. Wait, almost five years now. But surprisingly, for like. A teenager's book it is really it's really good like one of the things that I that I'm, I'm recent like why I'm currently reading and why I like it is just that they boil down some of the most you know some of the like the principles for adults are very necessary to like the most basic examples that a teenager can understand and you know how when you read books that are self-help books for like old people like us they're trying to like make it sound like they're fancy and they know what they're talking about. No, tell me. No, like so you know so for example if, <clears throat> uh, so like one of the first one of the first chapters of that book is just like hey listen, uh, the first thing you need to understand is that like it's just these are going to be habits they're going to be in sequence and what you want you essentially want you know a good perspective. Mm-hmm. All right. And so I just barely, I just restarted the book, and most of their language they use very simple language to describe, you know, some very important, some very important concepts. Right? It's the same way that when you're reading a kid's book versus reading a books for adult, one is more nuanced and more layered, which requires a lot more to comprehend it. But the kid's book is just is simple. It's like simple words, simple concept, very sequential. Yeah. which allows it to be absorbed um, a little bit faster. So essentially, I'm trying to like reuse that book to like kind of like anchor me 
and seeing what um, what value it has in general, whether or not I can use that as a as a starting point to this whole um, to this whole what should I call it this whole quest of like how do you personally like how does one in their life trying to seek ten ten times the return instead of like uh, you know a simple ten percent yeah. increase and whatnot. So I don't know. I just started it about two days ago, so I'm not really that far into it. Another book actually started on my uh, flight from uh, Tallahassee back to Austin was I believe it's called The Power of Habit or something like that. Oh, I yeah. Heard about that one. Because like you know me personally, like one of my struggles is getting motivation to like work out or do some support and physical activity, like. Yeah. Grand, I'm not like in the worst shape in the world, but at the same time, I could probably like you know get that body that you've always dreamed of. No, you could <laughs> use some work. You could use some work. Yeah, but at the same time, like I'm just trying to see like how I can get into that habit. Like I think the main thing, like you know, with any project, even at school, whenever we like back at Notre Dame, whenever we were sort of feeling like crappy or like whenever we had a lot to do. Our main problem wasn't really doing the work, but our main problem was actually getting started. Oh my god, you don't even know. Ugh, it was terrible. And I feel like that's the yeah. same like problem I have when it comes to like working out. Like at school I didn't have any problem keeping in shape because I was like in uh like dancing. I was like b boying, dancing, uh walking everywhere. Dining hall had food prepared already, so oh eating healthy god. was no problem. And, like, so now I'm trying to figure out how I need to get back into that routine, like, here. It's hard because at Notre Dame, living on campus or slightly off campus, you have a routine. Like, wake up, go to the dining hall, eat, go to classes, do some studying. I would go to, like, my dance practice, whatever, like, Monday, Wednesday, Friday at the same time. Afterwards, uh, probably hang out with friends or do some more studying. Or if it's, like, Friday, like Friday, maybe go out, party a little bit. But, like, it's, like... We're all like creatures of habit, and like if you yeah. don't really have a healthy routine or healthy habits, then you're going to sort of have a semi-destructive lifestyle. Granted, I'm just being lazy. I don't really go out and like drink my face off every single weekend anymore. But like, still, it's like being sedentary without the walking that we have at like school and everything. You're not even getting those minimal steps required. Like, yeah. I was, I had Google Fit on my phone actually a semester and just walking, I would walk easily from like the parking lot to classes and all that. In a day, I'd have at least like 10,000 steps in, which is oh a good... Oh my God. Dude, I think, isn't that like the base number or something? Yeah. It's cause like it was a, like I had to park all the way into the stadium lot and like walk all the way to, uh, what's those, uh, building? Grace Hall. <laughs> Yeah, that was quite. That was a, that was that was quite... a nice uh, 15, 20 minute walk sometimes. So, yeah, man. So, it's easy saying, I mean, you know, like eating healthy isn't that difficult whenever you have all the food. Like, if you have grilled, like, grilled chicken breast prepared for you already, like, Dude, it's so I'm... easy. People give it a bad rap, but the dining hall was the best thing that ever happened to. Like, yep. Dude, health wise, dining hall, the bomb. Absolutely. Like, oh my God. Stir fry line was my savior. That's number one. Because most most of the healthy food didn't have that much flavor there. They didn't want to like... No kidding. They, did, they didn't want to segregate the, t the taste, you know, like... Yeah, that and, you know, like with salty. salt or like salt, like, uh... There's some you people know, who don't like that much salt. There's some people who like... Health issues. Salt, yeah, health you issues know. associated with sodium. 
and all that stuff and like also things associated to um, you know things being too hot you know too spicy so you go to that stir fry line you get it done the way you like it and it's just amazing ah oh, I knew it I, I do miss the DH though I do miss the DH I'll say that but when it comes to habit yeah I'm not gonna lie to you the one thing that I noticed when I came when I moved to Grand Rapids no lie no joke in the first three months I'm pretty sure I went from 178 to 190 pounds three weeks three weeks literally like just from the fact that I literally that freshman just, 15 all again all over again <laughs> I know right dude that freshman 15 said like set in really quickly and it's just like it's very easy because you go at work and you feel that unless you're uh, unless you're sitting in front of your computer you're not being productive because like you're just starting out you don't know what to do but you feel like you have to sit down and figure it out so you have absolutely yep essentially almost you go from like being super active to being absolutely sedentary to the max yep and exactly true i will tell you like the i've i kind of over over time i kind of you know instituted a couple a couple uh routines and practices that helped me out uh the first one i think that i did was you know trying to do um try, attempt to do 100 to get to 100 push-ups right like at least on a daily basis i was tracking i was trying to do at least a minimum of 100 push-ups a day right and mm-hmm. as as hard as most like when you say 100 people think it's a lot but if you just essentially i think i started tracking those in june in july so that was still when i was doing research at notre dame but like every morning i would do at least 50 right? because 50 was my maximum that i could do at the time so first thing i would do wake up mm-hmm. brush your teeth drop down do the push-ups right and after that call it a check mark and move on with your day yeah right and i, I did that for a good two, three months, right? So I just kept on doing like that small activity for two or three months. And then after that, that's when I decided to like increase the amount of, uh, the amount of sets I was doing. Instead of just doing one set every day, I did two sets, always at the same time. It was just a wake up, um, you know, wake up, brush my teeth, do one set of push-ups, go in the kitchen, start cooking my eggs, finish cooking it before I eat them, do my second set of push-ups and keep on repeating that. that so wait, way. how many would you do like before? So it would be like 50 each or no? No, so essentially it would be two sets of 50. Oh, wow. Well, you also have like big ass arms and I got these pencil arms, so <laughs> no, yeah, I'm working to, on it. Here's the thing, you have to realize I've been do I've, I maxed, the first time I did 50 push-ups was my freshman year of college like i was able to do that many push-ups back then mm-hmm. right so me even if i tell you that now i can i think last time i tested i got to 87 push-ups that's like in four years i augmented about you know about 40 percent no i added about 80 percent over four years which is like a 20 percent increase each year mm-hmm. so you could easily get to the same amount if you just keep on working every day and doing the same thing yeah all right so 
uh, I was trying to say something. Yeah. So, like, as far as push-ups go, that is by far one of the easy ways, um, you know, to, like, not necessarily get fit, but feel like you're doing something. Maybe I'll actually have a chest by this time. I told you, 20 push-ups a day, G. Oddly, yeah. You totally could have. No, but so that's the thing. Like most people, as soon as you get a goal in front of you, like get fit or like lose weight, they immediately see it as like, oh, this is almost impossible. Oh, the, my worst response is, oh, I need to start running, which is by far like it's it's the worst combination. If you want to start losing weight, you don't want to start running. But let's focus it on office, like you're you work, you know eight hours a day and you're sitting down and what are, what's something you can do in order to like stay fit if I were you Ihai dead serious I would buy a kettlebell kettlebell? yeah dude dog do you see my floors? no dude in your bedroom your bedroom has carpet right? that's true yeah you're right you're right kettlebell yeah. workouts yeah just get a simple kettlebell and you know just pick one workout or like a good just get seriously. Just get get the kettlebell and trying to do some kettlebell swings every day. Absolutely, it doesn't have to be complicated. Simple, gets to the point. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that way, it gets you know you have the ability to just ingrain that in you. I think one of the one of the most helpful things that on a on around like forming habit in general, the two resources that I would personally recommend to people would be Tiny Habits. Um, it's essentially this guy who essentially developed, he kind of, he essentially developed a framework that um, breaks down a habit into a lot of uh, different things, right? So in order, for example, instead of, you say if your goal is to meditate every morning, so instead of like starting with like, hey, I'm gonna meditate, meditate for five minutes every morning, you say no. I'm going to start with five deep breaths every morning. Mm-hmm. Then you build it up to 10 deep breaths. Then you build it up to 15, 20, and then you start doing minutes. And then after five minutes, you do 10. After 10, you do 20. After 20, you do 25. Everything like that, little by little, tiny, tiny habits. And so that's that, that would be the framework that I would like to tell you to look up. Let me see if I can pull up. Let me just note that down, and I, I'll I'll push the link to you uh, later on. And the second thing I'll tell you is like, if there's anything you want to learn about habit change, read Zen Habits. Uh, Leo Babata, or I really don't know how to pronounce his last name, but Zen Habits, by far the best resource on habit changing in one's life absolutely this guy has chronicled how he essentially got debt free stopped smoking lost weight uh helped other people lose weight get into better habits he also chronicled how he went from being an omnivore to a vegetarian dude seriously like his his backlog itself is like a trove treasure trove of inspiration and his website is absolutely minimalist and it looks amazing this dude you know what this dude did a couple years ago he essentially decided to uncopyright his material oh, this is minimal. so he uncopyrighted his material which means that if we were if we were to be like not 
if we were to be super un, not really nice people, we could go copy his stuff and claim it as our own, and we won't get sued. But two, so go ahead. Did he open source it, or did he just remove copyright? No, so he just said like, I will officially uncopyright anything I publish on my website. Hmm. So whatever is on my website, so all his books, so I'm just reading from his website, that means I've put them in the public domain and I released my copyrights on all these oh, works. There's the no need nice. to email me permit for permission and use my content however you want. Email, share it, reprint it with or without credit. Change it around, put in a bunch of swear words and attributed them to me. It's okay. Attribution is appreciated, but not required. That's a ballsy move. Yeah, but no, dude's writing is amazing. Yeah, he has he has a pretty huge. Uh, he has a lot of blog posts. Wow. That dude started yeah, in seven. Yeah. I need to start writing. <laughs> start writing again. See, I think that's another thing. Those are poisonous words. Need to start. Those are really poisonous words because you hear them so often with everybody that is procrastinating, and I am a victim. Them of I'm a like I'm over here like you know not practicing what I preach but I am so guilty of saying I need to start doing this I need to start doing that but I never just start I just say I need to start rather than you know just freaking bucking up and getting to work I don't know why I'm like that yeah here's here's the here's the reality here's the truth procrastination I think procrastination everyone procrastinates just everyone does and just some are better at dealing at it than others right and. One of the things that I, I, I essentially, I, I, oh crap, now I think, I'm thinking of the French word, suspicion, suspicion, my suspicion, yeah, there you go. My suspicion is that, at least for me specifically, uh, I think Tim Ferriss is the one who said it uh, a while back in one of his uh, podcasts, is that if you don't have... If you if it seems that you don't have an you're like struggling to get things done at the last minute, that just might mean that you don't have clear enough priorities. Mm-hmm. Right? And I'm like, I just thought about it. I'm like, you know what? To be honest, you're right. I have so many different project ideas, but none that I'm really committing to at all. And that's and I think one of the other things that that usually gets me is that I want to do something, right? I procrastinated, don't do it. And what ends up happening is that I'm like, eh, it's already too late to do it anyways. Might as well not do it. So first yep. there's paralysis by analysis, right? Because I'm analyzing too much. And then by the time like it gets to a point where maybe I get around thinking that I should do something, it's kind of too late to do anything, so I just don't do it at all. If you're reading this, it's too late. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, recently yeah. I had someone ask me like, "What that meant?" I'm like, uh, "I absolutely, I have no idea. I don't know what he meant." Am I supposed to be like, you know, look on Genius.com? They probably have an explanation somewhere. Oh no, I, I told him like, look up Rap Genius. Uh, why did they call themselves Genius.com? Rap Genius was still pretty. Cool. All right, side note, side note. How much do you think they pay for that domain name? Oh, probably like a good bad. hundred G's. 
Yeah, a good <laughs> a good six figure, absolutely. Because that's not a that's not a fifty k. It's not a fifty k. Uh, it's a definitely not a fifty k. A fifty k domain name. Yeah, actually, like solid. I have some uh, pretty good domains that I squatted on recently. Judge me all you want, but I mean capitalism. It's the name of the game. And like, I'm just waiting for somebody to give me a nice offer. <laughs> you know, just sitting down, sitting down. Hey, listen, there's nothing wrong with squatting on domain names. You know? I mean, there's some people who say, like, oh, that's wrong. If you're not using it, you should release it. I'm like, uh, I'm not using it, but I'm still I paying paid the for rights it. to it. Exactly. Oh, sorry. There's nothing wrong with squatting on domain names. Try to see which ones I got, actually. Uh, wow, I have a lot. Two black nerds. What is my name? Rent home. Sell home. Uh, Wait, you bought all the dot home or? Oh, no, dot no, me. Yeah. Oh, rent dot me. Or sell <laughs> ho dot me. Rent home dot me. It, it could be like rent a ho, sell a ho. Like, that could be really bad. But I'm just hoping that somebody in real estate is hoping that it's catchy. And like home. wants to, you know, I tried to get buy home, but that one was already like taken. Do you have rent at me? Oh, dude, somebody already had that. Okay, I, uh, I I don't even know why that. I thought someone wouldn't have that. But yeah, you're right. Paralysis by analysis. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just essentially like, and to be honest, I don't know what to do with it. I don't know. Just do it, Nike. No, I mean, the just do it is, it's good advice and it's bad advice. It's good advice in the sense of that it has truth to it. It's an aphorism, right? It's a good saying, but it lacks context. Right? So in my case, what does just do it mean? Really? You know? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't know. I think, I mean, that is that is that is something, though, that we need to think about and just see how we can fix it. You know, does that mean that what we need to do is just, like, think of, like, for example, even this podcast. How long? This was since November, right? Yep. <laughs> we thought about this thing. No, even so before funny. that. This was mid-last year, right? Yeah, it was like summer, actually. It was summer because, yeah, we thought about it in the summer. And look at at the date. Look at the date, S.A. It's like 3.22. You know, and I said, like, once I start my job, we should start this. And look at where we are now. Yeah. I didn't even buy a mic until January. So that's also kind of my fault. Yeah. You know, but... The key thing is just that clearly this first episode is going to be odd and weird. But the good thing is that we started it. Yeah, but we didn't even do the whole uh, welcome to two black nerds. I'm Mihai Yakuchuku. I'm your (laughs) Romeo Kuyangana. So, like, are we just going to, like, splice that? Or are we just going to, like, you know, just release this this one as a rough cut, use this one as practice? Let's call this episode zero. Yeah. Yeah, episode zero, rough cut slash practice. Rough cut slash practice. I yeah, mean, we so can, we can even do like zero point one, zero point two until we get to one. Version, nice little change log. <laughs> Have change a nice log. little change Added an log. intro. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
Hey folks, thank you for listening to episode zero. As you heard, it was put together at the last minute, but I hope you get some value out of it. Uh, let us know what you think, ideas, suggestions, questions, anything. We want to hear all of it. You can contact us at hello at twoblacknerds.com. That's our email. On Twitter, we are at twoblacknerds. On facebook.com slash twoblacknerds. And last but not least, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. You can find this information at twoblacknerds.com. We hope to hear from you. See you next time.